Hi, Sasha. Hi, Alana. <laughs> Today, we have the most brilliant artist. Have we had an artist on? I don't think so. I mean, we've had many artists. Artists, but, but, but not visuals. First <laughs> visual artist. She's so brilliant. She's a dear friend. Please welcome Amy Sherald. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Amy. Hi. We are so happy you agreed to do this. I think I reached out to you being like, I, it's probably not your brand, but like we just talk about middle school, but like it's, and I never use that. I never say like brand, but I said it to you and you were like, uh, I want it to be my brand. Yeah, definitely. My brand is goofy. I always feel like I have to be a serious public person when meanwhile at home, I'm like, dancing singing to myself and like talking to myself and talking to my dogs and like just goofy yeah you are and when we've hung out it's been goofy and I feel like well I got I had the privilege of actually going with Amy to her childhood hometown <gasps> like where middle school took place what and Crazy. I it was yeah. like immersive prep for me for this podcast for this episode. oh my god I'm so <laughs> jealous Amy, I, we please tell our guests all guests. about yeah our listeners our, list, our, our other guests we call our <laughs> listeners guests as well <laughs> um we went to Columbus Georgia to see your very talented mother's exhibition unaccompanied at Columbus State University at the Bill Bartlett Center, which was absolutely phenomenal. It was so incredible. proud of her. She killed it. I haven't really told any of our, we talk about my mom a lot, but like in the sense of her being my mom in seventh grade. I was in a figure drawing class every Saturday and it was nude figures. I was like 13, 14, 15. I actually did it till the end of high school. But when I was 15 or 14, my mom had never picked up a pencil in her life. Really? She had never picked up a pencil, but I was so, like, art was my thing from five to, I mean, to now, but really five to 18, I was like, that was my thing. And my, you know, I was bringing home these paintings and my mom would ask my dad, like, where do the kids, because a lot of my siblings are also, also are very talented painters and my mom would ask my dad like where do you think they got this from because it's certainly not from you <laughs> and my dad would I mean my dad can only do stick figures and my mom also was like I've never drawn in my life so I think you know she it was she decided to come to a figure drawing class with me oh, and so nice. she picked up charcoal for her first time and I was so embarrassed because it was a nude figure drawing class and I was 14 <laughs> And I, my mom asked if she could come and I was like, you can't, you can come, but you have to sit so far away from me, not in my eyeline. And if it's a guy, you have to leave. Oh my God. <laughs> was it That's a guy? Hilarious. It was a guy. No. It's a nude man with a penis oh in front God. of my face. And I'm 14. This actually goes back. This is very free period. And in art class, I would always draw over the penis. Like, I would never draw the penis. You'd put, like, a leaf? <laughs> I just really? Don't get... You wouldn't draw it? No way. I was so embarrassed. Also, especially with my mom I next can't imagine. to me. Like, I don't want her to know I'm even looking at it. Um, <laughs> and it's a dingling. It's a dingling. It's it's right there. And so then I was just mortified. So I was like, Mom, you got to pick another time. So she started going to Fridays. And I was going to Saturdays. I had Saturdays. She had Fridays. And she discovered 
she, I mean, she, how she is the most talented artist. That's crazy. Yeah. She, so picking up a pencil for a first time at probably 57, 56 yeah. years God. old. And she just had her first exhibition at the Bo Bartlett Center at Columbus State University. And we, Amy and I and family, went to Amy moderated a Q&A and she, you were brilliant crazy. and it, it was, was crazy. crazy and we went for my mom's art show and it was she anyway for all our listeners please look my, my mom up Kate Capshaw <laughs> unaccompanied and you'll see some snippets but uh she's incredibly yeah. talented it's incredible it truly is incredible she's like first of all like just so inspiring like in the third act is what they call the third act right it's like she, you know, declares herself an unactor or like, I'm not an actor. Not that unacting is a thing, but like she decides to do that and then become an artist. And it's just like, it's, uh, it leaves me speechless. She's a badass. <laughs> she is a badass. She's a badass and was so scary when I was 13. <laughs> <laughs> she was so strict. She was so scary. I was so terrified of getting in trouble. I don't know. I've heard some funny stories about you, Sasha. Oh, really? Oh, (laughs) Oh, God. So, like, things that just had me cracking up. Well, you can tell. I mean, we're very transparent on this show. So, if you can, I I mean, I wonder if I've heard the stories. Yeah, like the one where you're, like, at the dining room table, and I guess you're, like, just (gasps) angry and really annoyed with everybody. So, you just stand up, and you're like, I hate everybody. (laughs) Or something like that. You just told everybody at the table that you hated them. Okay. So when I was when I was five years old, we were on a family trip. We were on a boat mm-hmm. in the middle of the ocean. Yep. And we had all of our family friends around the table, like grown-ups. And I brought my knife up to the glass. I go ding ding ding. And I stand up, five years old, and I say, We're on a boat. And I hate all of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> At five? At five. So I had some anger issues when I was younger. I think mm. we've touched on this. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I was like, they, my dad and my mom would call me Linda Blair from The Exorcist oh because gosh. I would turn. And the things that triggered me turning were laugh, was laughter. So I had a n- rule that was like no yaffing. And if I heard someone laughing in another room, I it red. I would go red. <laughs> I would run into that room and I'd scream like, no yapping. Oh my gosh. Um, I, it was a lot of emotions. I'm so, learning so much in the first five seconds of this podcast. I'm learning so much. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But Amy, <laughs> we want to so talk hilarious. about you. We want to know. <laughs> okay. okay. So we ask all of our guests this one question, which is, were you cool in seventh grade? No. Elaborate. Yes and no. <laughs> I don't know. I was like the neutral kid. Mm. So like they didn't, nobody hated me or loved me. I was just kind of there. Like I was everybody's friend, kind of neutral, but not popular. Like I didn't get bullied or teased, but I wasn't getting invited to the cool parties either. That's why I was good. Did you have a best friend or a group of friends or were you just floating? My best friend was Courtney Jensen and we have been best friends since kindergarten. Um... And then I was friends with, like, the girls that I played basketball with. Um, But, like, the cheerleader girls, like, the cool girls, you know, like, they would say hi and stuff, but I wasn't, I wasn't popular. I was, like, my role model growing up was Laura Ingalls. 
So I was like, always like, just like a do good. Like I'm a do gooder. You know what I mean? So like, I remember there was this one girl, her name was Donna Francois and (laughs) nobody wanted to be her friend. And like all the time on the playground, you know, we would get out for recess. We were in junior high school, but like we would all just go hang out on the playground and nobody would talk to her and she would always be upset. And I remember not, I, I remember just feeling sorry for her, but then I didn't like her mom because her mom told me I was pretty for a black girl. <gasps> and I was like, okay, obviously your mom's like kind of racist, but you know, nobody wants to play with you. So, or like <laughs> hang out with you. I keep saying play, hang out with you. So I'm going to be nice to you. So I was like nice to Donna Francois, even though her mom was like kind of crazy, but this was Columbus, Georgia. This is Columbus, Georgia. That is crazy. So yeah, I was I was neutral. I don't know how to describe it. I was neutral all through high school. What would you do on the weekends? Like, what would you do? What were the social activities? We would go roller skating on Sundays. <gasps> and then That's we my would. Dream. Well, no, it started on Sundays. It started with like everybody getting with somebody who had a car. And then we would ride up this long road that was like two miles long called Fort Benning Road with like, like at a crawl at like 10 miles an hour. Everything was, you would clean your car, like rims all shined up, you put on like Dr. Dre or whatever, and you're just like hanging out with your friends in the car. And then everybody would go to the crystals. And then from the crystals, we would go to the skating rink. And then from the skating rink, we would go back to the crystals. And then everybody would go home. Like that was it. That was fun. That's such a fun night. That is such a fun night. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. But And then can we talk first? Like first kiss, first... Crush first, love first, first. My first kiss outside of my incredible Hulk doll was because um, <laughs> I used to make out with my incredible Hulk doll. I used to have a crush on Lou Ferrigno. I get that. Oh, I get that. I get that. So he was hot. Only, only as the Hulk though. Like I liked him as the Hulk, not Completely. as Lou Ferrigno. Completely. Um, I think his name was Ben. I think his name was Ben. It was, it's, and if it was Ben, then I, I, so yeah, if it was Ben, then I, I literally just saw his son at your mom's opening. It was like, no, my first kind of boyfriends, but then he cheated on me with this other chick named Don Yule. Like, oh, <laughs> his son introduced himself to me at, at your mom's opening. I was like, oh, okay. Look at that. That's interesting. Wait, did but they yeah, look alike? I think alike? his name was Ben. They did look alike. They did, yeah. Oh my they goodness. Do. Wait, what did you? What it was that look like? And how did he introduce himself? Was he like, "You dated my dad"? He's, he said, "You know my dad." Ooh. I can't remember. I don't think he said "dated," but he's like, "You know my dad." And I looked at him like, "Yeah, I know exactly who your dad is." Oh my um, god. But yeah, I think that was my first kiss. I wasn't like super hot, guys. Like I wasn't super hot. I had like really big glasses that I was too cool to wear in school. So like I would not wear them unless I was in class. And I couldn't see anybody. So, like, I learned how to – I memorized how people walked so that I knew, like, who was coming towards me because I couldn't see their faces. Oh, oh my God. Because I didn't want to wear my glasses because I thought I was, like, too cool for glasses. Um, I had, like, Whitney Houston hair. I looked like Whitney Houston. I had, like, the flip. I feel like when I was in the eighth grade, I looked older than I do now. I guess because of the hairstyles. You know what I mean? <laughs> I looked like I was 32. <laughs> 
like a lot of hairspray, like don't ride with the windows down in the car because you're going to mess your hair up. Like really into Swiss, Swiss, um, the Swiss watches. I had like the whole Swiss watch thing, outfits, Reeboks, like, so, you know, like that was, I was really into like fluorescent colors and like just, I was a dork. I was a real dork. To me, this Same. visual, so are we. To me, yeah. this visual sounds so cool. But I, I know. I, I'm I, like, what was uncool? I, I know. I'm I like, thought you were so cool. <laughs> I know. Because the cool girls were like really cool. They were like really pretty. You know what right. I mean? And I'm, my glasses were like flesh tone. I had flesh tone glasses that were like really, like the same size as these, except these are cool now. The thick glasses are in. And braces. So did at your schools where they're like the football team and cheerleaders? Because I never yeah. went to a school with like the quintessential like like any sort of like rom com version of a high school. She like, went I to never, an art school. I went to an art school, and then I went to an all girls oh. school. So like any wow. form of like no, like normal the jocks and the cheerleaders, like the head cheerleader dating the quarterback. Like I never had that. Yeah, it was it was exactly like that. That is crazy. Exactly like that. But like, I mean, I didn't get football player. I don't, I can't remember whether we had football in our junior high school. I just know we had basketball and soccer and baseball. But there were cheerleaders. But there were definitely cheerleaders. That's so scary. It's it was terrifying. like Amy Duhame, Kelly Penny, Kelly, Merit Kelly Taylor, Penny feels Kelly like Penny. a cheerleader. Yeah. They all had like really like great perms, hair. Oh my God. And, I felt like they always had their head tilted on one side because their hair was always coming over their eye. Oh. Like that was the thing. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. Completely. Like <laughs> I think I probably attempted to do that and it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. It didn't work for me. My hair was like a helmet because I had so much hairspray on it, so it never moved. But then were the cheerleaders nice or were they kind of catty? Was it like, the, was it like, like the... a rom-com version of high school where they were just It was the worst? nice enough. I mean, the weird thing is, like, I went to school with the same people from kindergarten to 12th grade. Whoa. Exact That's crazy. same class. Like, like maybe a, two would exit and, like, two new people would come in. Oh, my God. But it didn't make us any closer. Were there a lot of kids in your class? Like, 28. Oh, 28? Yeah. Columbus is small. Oh my god! Tw- so so oh, yeah. and it, that I'm like I can't even compute only having 28. My kids whole in your junior class. high school was like um, like 60 people. Oh, okh So this actually makes yeah. oh okay. Let's let's rewind. That's insane. Wait, so if you had 60 people and there were no incoming students really, except give or take two. I went to elementary school. There were 40 people in my grade, like second grade to sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And I remember my crushes only developed as like kind of randomly. Like I feel like I yeah. at random pick a kid who I'd known since second grade and be like, oh, he's kind of cute. Right. And it was so random. Was that the same for you? Yeah. Except like nobody wanted to date me because like I was like the only black girl. And, like, there was no interracial dating, really. What? You know what I'm saying? So, like, I didn't have, like, oh, I'm, I'm waiting to get asked to the dance or any of that stuff. Like, it just wasn't happening. You know what I mean? So I had a crush on this kid that went to my church because he was, like, also the only black kid in my church. So I'm like, I like Kenny Johnson. And he was, like, seven inches shorter than me. <laughs> 
and had like you know teenage acne and, and was mm-hmm. always like having allergies so he was always like oh. like <laughs> the thing was like, in yeah he's like yeah, no <laughs> he's always on allergies he always oh. does but yeah i i didn't have that i would like be up in my room listening to ario speed wagon <gasps> and like memorizing prince lyrics like sign of the times or something oh, <laughs> oh yeah oh, that's a- um, you, oh, yeah, you, you, and my and eldest sister would have been best friends. Best friends. Oh my god! I'm just, yeah. um, I'm just imagining you being like, and I'm gonna keep on loving you. Yeah, I'm lighter in the air. Any longer. <laughs> so I didn't go on any dates until after high school. Until okay, because then after high school, I know we're jumping ahead, but you moved. Well, wait, no, it's never been. Yeah, but then like. Okay. Like I said, like I would, I would like go sit in front of his house in my car. <laughs> was, it was a whole stupid thing because I'm like, I know there's some. Like I would see his car, and it would be his car would be in the driveway, and then I would have called, and he didn't pick up the phone. And then I'm like, well, he's home. There must be somebody over there. You know what I mean? So like, it was a lot of. It was a lot of that. Wait, what kind of car? We love we love, we love talking about cars that of, our crushes had. <laughs> what kind of car did he have? I think it was a silver rabbit. What's a rabbit? I don't remember a rabbit. Wait, I need to Google what a rabbit. That sounds hot. I know. That sounds it's like, like a, a little, sounds like a sex toy. <laughs> it's like a little um, hatchback. It's tiny. It was like a tiny little hatchback. Okay. I so forget. I'm now googling it. rabbit car, and I'm assuming a sex toy. What? Oh no. Oh okay. A Volkswagen oh, rabbit. A Volkswagen oh, cute. Rabbit. That is a oh, cute a car. Yeah. That's a cute car. That's a cute car. I literally yeah. thought I was going to Google rabbit car and it would just literally be like a bug with like rabbit, <laughs> rabbit ears on top. Like a punch. I didn't buggy. know what was going to happen when I Googled rabbit car. We don't know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> wait, that is cute. So then you'd wait outside his house and you'd call. And if he didn't pick up, you'd be like, okay, there's a girl there. Yeah. Then I, then I figured out there was a girl there. But then would you then would you leave or would you <laughs> would you wait? <laughs> And then I would leave. Okay. I would like go knock on the door and then I would leave. It was pretty pathetic. Oh it's not pathetic at all. I would have done the same thing. Okay. I mean, that's hormones. That's it's just hormones. hormones. Like oh, in your mind, you're yeah. like, you should stay outside and wait. Yeah. But, I, I got yeah. doorbell ditched the other day, which I ha- hasn't happened to me in. Wait, what? How? Do you remember ding dong ditch? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Ding dong ditch. Ding, I got ding dong ditched the other day by two like 12 year old boys. And you're like, oh my God, I'm so cool. No, I felt like... <laughs> felt old you're like get off my lawn <laughs> and there were these two boys and okay so i have like a camera right and i re- i could replay it and these two because bo- i was like that's odd because they rang the door or the doorbell rang and i go out and there's no one there and i was like that's odd and then i went back in and then i looked at the camera and these two boys were like come on go, go quick and, and they like rang the door and then oh they heard me coming and swiftly I mean, it was. The oh, no, you're the old so, lady. I'm the, you're old, the lady. old lady. No, I'm the old lady. They were like, we're gonna prank this old lady. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. Anyway, side. Sorry. Side note. You did. Ding dong. Yep. And you just like ring and then run. Ring and run. Did you ever teepee? I feel like I talked it, about it, like I wanted to do it, but I never did it or egged anybody's house. I only I egged houses, but you I did? only did it once. I egged houses. I egged my bully's yeah. house. Oh, you egged the bullies. I egged my, my, well, my, we talked about it with my eldest sister. She came on free period and we, cause my eldest sister like really was like my mama bear. 
And she, yeah. if anyone messed with me, she was like, we are egging this person's house and we egged my bully's house. And then she wrote on live journal, oh my God, someone just egged my house. And I felt good. <laughs> no, it got on yeah. live journal. It got on live journal. She's like, someone egged my house. And like, I remember showing my sister like, ha. It was great. It was that's great. That's whose house needs to be eggs. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. was terrible. Like when you talking about no one wanted to play with you, like I, I like vi- vividly remember there was like one day. I don't know if I've talked about this on the pod, but if I have, I'm sorry take to all of our, take, like, a, take drink. a drink. I say this every time because I have, I have the worst memory now, but I have an impeccable memory about seventh grade. Of course. But yeah. in fifth grade, the, like, I guess like Scooby-Doo was coming to my elementary school. Uh-huh. This, is, it has, this is no reason this is just like my i have like vivid what do you memories mean, like i guess they were doing some form of like i guess the mystery machine was like making the rounds in the valley and like going to all the schools i honestly don't even know Wait, why I'm confused. you mean the actor from scooby-doo or? no like like they had like the mystery machine like the Wait, the, the car oh, the mystery the machine oh. yeah the van wasn't it called the mystery machine i think it was called I the mystery so, machine. yeah yeah and i guess they were doing like I, it must have been like an art installation. I have no idea. Like they just were like bringing the car around okay. so like the kids could see the car. It has yeah. this has nothing to do with the story, but like basically all I remember was I went on the <laughs> I went I there was this group of girls that were just terrible to me. There was like seven of them. And yeah. I remember one day when the mystery machine was on the playground, I went to go say hi to one of them and she like ran away. And I was like, that's weird. And then I went to another one. Because they were supposed to be my friends. And then I guess one day they all decided they didn't want to be friends with me anymore. And so they all ran away from me and didn't <gasps> give me an explanation. But I, remember, but I remember seeing the mystery machine and being like, I thought today was going to be a good day. The mystery <laughs> machine is here and now no one is talking to me. And I had no idea why. And they didn't talk to me for a whole year. That's so I know. That's so I mean, weird. it's just like they're gold. the mystery machine. <laughs> like, because my niece has that problem where I'm like, you're not like I thought she was your best friend, but now she's not talking to you anymore, and like she gets ghosted by girls. Yes, and I'm like, is that a new thing or what? So thank you for sharing that story because I'm like, it's it's no. a thing. It's just girls are. I think it's the thing that like I I I don't that like racks my brain like still to this day is like how because I had like a very insane group of bullies in elementary school which started in like second grade and I'm like how did they learn how to do that like (laughs) I just would come to school and just be happy every day I ended up finding out that they actually were like targeting me like one of the girls like came and was like just so you know we all got together before school and um talked about how we wanted to make you cry that day and it was it was it was crazy where I was like so who taught them was it movies like i was like how did well, they learn or, how to do or that? older older siblings Maybe older parents. siblings i mean i had older siblings we weren't but parents people. yeah my older siblings never were like that i don't yeah, yeah. so i all i mean because so, like the thing is i always think about if i when if or when i have children i'm like i went and i never told anyone that was the thing where like i knew if you like if i told on them that would actually yeah. make me even more nerdy and so i never said anything but it's like how did i learn that that like if you tell it's not cool. So I just stayed in my zone of like, okay, I'm just going to take it and get bullied for, you know, basically my whole high school school career. I was just bullied, but it is like that learned thing of like, how do people learn how to do that? We were so young, like, and, and they all followed the leader and it was just like, it's just so terrible. It's It's like a pack mentality. 
So, like, where are these people now? Because when I look at the people who are the cool kids when I was growing up, they're, like, definitely not cool anymore. You My know what I mean? boy's doing okay. She's still really hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's, like, killing it and is, like, really hot. Like, you would hope that, like... It, that wouldn't be the case but like no she's yeah. like super hot and like oh. is just living her life being hot and i'm like okay <laughs> well you know what it's fine i did egg her house though so she was the one that i egged the house you so got, you know i got like a little bit of like something. you know i got something for my Vengeance. for my soul for my yeah. soul but she's still killing it <laughs> Did you have any contentious relationships in, or as you said, you were like neutral, you were pretty okay, right? Yeah. And there were no bullies? I didn't have any contentious relationships. I didn't get bullied. Like my baby brother got bullied. And because I was tall, I think people just didn't fuck with me. How tall were you in seventh or eighth grade? Like what, were you the same height? I was like five, eight. Oh my God, you and my sister would have been actual best friends. She was six foot in yeah. like seventh grade. And yeah. all the boys were like five foot two. Either I was too black or too tall. Like <laughs> whichever which one it was, they didn't get me any dates. But yeah, my brother was was like, you know, he was smaller than me, but he looked weird because he had blonde hair and blue eyes and people thought he was an albino. So they would like tease him at school. No. So I would get this dude named Danny Ferrone. Like I remember him teasing my brother and then I was like ready to fight him. And luckily I never had to. Because I would have got my ass kicked, but um, I was I was super neutral. It was it. I was like teacher's pet. <laughs> like people probably secretly hated me because I was always you know my seventh grade teacher was this woman named Miss Funk. Her oh name my was god! I knew Funk. I knew a Funk. I knew a Funk. And she was like a Mormon of Latter Day Saints. Whoa! And um, we only had two teachers, so like she taught us everything. Um, and then we went to typing with our PE coach or something like that. But like, it was, it was, yeah, I never got into any trouble. I was like, you had typing class? That's a good typing class. Yeah, we had, had typing, typing class. class. Yeah. I didn't have typing class. That sounds like a really like useful skill. We didn't skill. have computers then. I was still using a Tandy 2000 from Radio Shack. No way. Oh. Wait, can you t- tell our listeners and us if you if it's okay what year, what years roughly this this because I actually don't I don't even know what years we're talking about. So if I graduated in ninety one from high school, then it was like like eighty six. Okay, eighty five, eighty six, eighty seven. It okay. was eighty seven, like eighty seven, eighty eight, something like that. Eighty six, eighty seven, somewhere around there. Yeah. So yeah, we still had typing. We still were learning how to write cursive. Like you guys didn't write, learn how to. Yeah, write no, I did. That yeah, I did. I just didn't have did? typing class. Okay. No typing class. So what? What is you like? You just like I'm gonna. You had to memorize. The, <laughs> so everybody had an electric typewriter, and you had to memorize the keyboard. So like QWERTY. To this day, I mean, you know, like A S D F, and then J K L, and then semicolon, and so you had to like practice like how you did your fingers, and mm-hmm. so the teacher would like call out you know, a series of letters and then you would have to like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh my God. like do it without looking at your, at the, at the typewriter. How did you, so you learn, to learn to how to type? I just, you I, to learn how I to never type without learned. Looking. That's yeah. crazy. You have to like learn how to do like this. 
I was always to so my sister. This is kind of about typing, but my sister, like, I remember her getting like the first Nokia phone, like the cell phone, yeah. and I did not understand how people were so good at T nine. What's T nine? Yeah. T nine is like you don't know what T nine is. Oh, that's when you type with like just- where you type in like. Because you would have, it was like, it didn't have a keyboard, so it would just be the numbers. But, like, people would be so good. Because you're supposed to, I guess, type in, like, the first letter. Oh, 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 T9. Like, and, it, and it creates it's the like word. ABC on one. Yeah. Two. Okay, But T9 it. was, yeah. like, you could press, like, one button. It would know what you were saying. But there were people that were, like, so good oh, at T9. And yeah. I never got good at it. I mean, we my, my, we didn't. I think we I got, like, I think Essie had, like, five text messages on her plan. Like, she could text five times. And then every other text message was, like, $10 after that. So my parents were not oh paying my for that. God. But, like, I just remember seeing, like, her friends, like, not even looking at anyone and just t- typing T9. I was like, that's, that's like, cracking the main, like, hacking into the mainframe. <laughs> I was like, that's a skill that I've never, and now that's, it's, and ab- now yeah. it's absolutely, like, no one, no one even knows what T9, I mean, you didn't even know what I'm T9 not- was. <laughs> I didn't even know. I, like, vaguely remember that. Yeah. But I didn't get a cell phone until it was, it was, I don't know, I think I was, like, 24 or something like that. And then going back to Columbus, so when you and I were there it was I remember it was just like very strange to be back because when was the last time you were back it's been a while like I I I told my mom make I make a joke and I told my mom like I think you should buy a plot and like be buried somewhere else so like we don't have to come back here (laughs) (laughs) because it's such a weird little cities like weird is I need to find a different word for it but I mean it felt good I mean it's grown it's changed but then it hasn't changed um I mean but I had a good I had a good upbringing like I had a good life so like I can't I can't hate on it like you know super sheltered and like I said like I was a super nerd like I remember my mom got me and my sister tickets to go see new edition Amazing. Oh my God. When I was in junior high school and I didn't want to go because I wanted to stay home and study for my science <gasps> test because we were learning about ants and I was like super obsessed. So I was like, I'm good. I don't need to go because I was like all about memorizing this whole chapter about ants. That's <laughs> really nice. Amy, though. this is why I oh my love God, I you. Wish, I wish I had that. I wish I and had. And I didn't know who Michael Jackson was until I was like in the sixth grade. Really? So that was weird yeah wait how sorry how just and then i think one like a billy jean was not my lover so like on friday nights so like we 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 couldn't watch tv from friday night to saturday night because like how we grew up so we kind of like kept a sabbath but mm-hmm. it wasn't we weren't jewish and like um sometimes my my mom would let us watch pbs on mm-hmm. friday nights because it was educational and I think there was like a documentary or something about Michael Jackson, but I just remember seeing that video for the first time. It's like Billie Jean. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who is that? <laughs> and then I became ultimately obsessed. But like, I was never, I was like, my head was always in a book. <gasps> when did you discover Prince? I'm sure that was insane. <laughs> Same time my sister did. So like a lot of it, my sister would bring home. So like, I remember she brought, she, she brought home a Fat Boys cassette tape. And I was like, I learned about the Fat Boys, and then like Lenny Kravitz, and you know, because like since we didn't have, we didn't have like Spotify, so I would wake up on Sunday mornings and listen to Casey Kasem. So like that was my Sunday morning, like 
turn on the radio and like go through the whole countdown and like just listen for your favorite song and then you record them on your cassette tape i was gonna ask did you make mixtapes you would make mixtapes yeah oh my god that was your sunday yeah i really it's so funny because like making mixtapes i i vividly remember my parents had like a thing where you could record from the radio and that's what me and yeah. my siblings would do we would sit yeah. and we would listen to the radio and like wait for our favorite song like yeah you did. you're like and you record it and like sometimes you miss the beginning and you're like shit i gotta wait for it to come again and you're like god <laughs> damn it and then like or sometimes you do it too early and there's like a bunch of talking in which you're like i don't want to listen to this talking and then you don't want to rewind and like go yeah. over it it was like so stressful it was like the most stressful it thing recording from the radio it was the best you had you like timing was everything you really mm-hmm. had to have it where you're like waiting for the dj to stop talking and then you're like record yeah, yeah. it's crazy stop yeah. i would always hate it when the dj would talk over the intro i'd be like why are you talking over the intro they still do that i know i'm like stop talking over the intro i can't i don't want to hear like and on friday night like before (laughs) i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna get the same news piece every time i listen to this song (laughs) i'm like no just play the song i'm so curious about like how you discovered uh painting and were you painting at a young age like when did when did that start for you for me it was like second grade first grade kindergarten I want to say like when I was born I just always it's like what I always love to do and I guess I say second grade because my mom always tells me the story of like drawing for every sentence like for every vocabulary sentence that I had to write out I would like make a, a drawing for it and I just remember my second grade teacher, Mrs. Perry, like talking to her about that. But I mean, I just love doing it. Like it just was who I, it, I, I feel like I was born this person. Like I was born this person, picked up a pencil, didn't know what I was doing, but then was always like drawing and doodling and like painting. And like, you know, if I wasn't doing that, then I was like making cakes or like baking. I really loved baking. Oh, what was your specialty? Um, um, chocolate layer cake, lemon meringue pie. I made Ooh. up my own recipe for scrambled eggs. I made like a lemon Ooh. pepper scrambled egg. Oh, and I would make biscuits delicious. and quiches. Like my mom oh my would take God. me to the grocery store. She would like um, sign a check, give me the check. I would go to go inside, get what I wanted, and then I would just like write the amount on there when I got to the checkout line, and then after Casey Kasem, obviously I would go to the grocery store and I'd come home and I would like make stuff in junior high school like so i spent my sundays like baking and putting icing on cakes and making pecan pies and like just testing out recipes and the good housekeeping cookbook oh my, oh my god that's god. amazing i'm like starving now i know me that's too I know. Delicious. Like, <laughs> do you still starving. make do you still make the eggs no i don't because now i'm allergic to eggs oh no life is miserable without no. eggs it's kidding? truly miserable life is miserable without deviled eggs I'm so- oh i one of my friends is allergic to eggs and it's just like because there's hidden eggs in everything everything in literally yeah. everything i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i know at least i got like it happened like five years ago so at least i had like most of my life with it yeah that's a good way of looking at it so then okay so you were painting so you were studying very hard in junior high high school and yeah. baking and painting when did you get your first set of paints second grade because like even in the second grade 
So we had art class with Jerry Davis and she was my art teacher also from kindergarten to 12th grade. So you went from St. Anne's Catholic school to Pacelli high school. And then there was St. Anne's junior high school. So like it was, you know, all in one place. And, uh, I would take art lessons with her after school as well. So like I would have school and then my mom would like, bring me a snack and then I would go to like art class at the continuing education center at Columbus state and like take an hour and a half of painting, like twice a week with my best friend, Courtney. Wow. Oh my God. We're painting horses or, you know, landscapes or like learning how to learning how to do stuff that we weren't doing in school. So like using oil paints and things like that. So a lot of like Bob Ross like paintings, mm. like trees and using your feather brush to like, make do the make the little leaves and stuff like that Clouds. but she was really great she was really great um like you Sasha with watercolor oh thank you like that was her thing I always like hated it so because I, I can't control it and I'm a Virgo and I like to be able to control everything and like with watercolor <laughs> you just kind of like gotta let it do what it does oh yeah Oof, I can't take it so so I stuck to oils. I'm incredibly jealous that both of you have like the gift of I'm so You might have it like I my don't mom. Think I have, so my mom was an art was a visual artist. My mom yeah. grew up, so like my dad was like a musician, not really, but like he played the drums. Like he he said he, he was not a musician, he just had a drum set. <laughs> and like he never was like professional, but like my mom had the gift of like she was born with like a paintbrush in her hand and I, I'll never forget like I like I have vivid memories of like procrastinating in school and like having to do art projects and then miraculously I'd just be like mom can you I have, I have like a very vivid memory of pleading to my mom to draw me a dolphin oh. I was like mom can oh. you just please draw me this dolphin she was like why didn't you do this earlier and I was like because I don't know how to draw and so like all of my projects are like these gorgeous projects and my mom would just do everything for it. so all of my teachers thought that I was like an incredible artist but it was just my my poor mother so like funny. me being like mom draw me a dolphin we had like an ins- like one of those really really old encyclopedias like I think she got it from like when she was a kid so like they're all very outdated and terrible but like she every yeah. time I needed her to draw something she was because we didn't have the internet like it wasn't it was before yeah. internet like and or before we had the internet and I'll, yeah. remember, I'll like I would say like can you draw me this and she just went go to the encyclopedia find yeah. me a photo and yeah. I will copy it for you and I'm like thank you mom but yeah like my mom was my mom was like an art teacher that was like one of her first jobs when she oh, moved wow. to LA and like she was like for yeah. like little kids like she loved little kids like and she loved like her specialty or what she loved doing because my mom was like a hippie she loved recycled art so like she always yeah. talked about making stamps out of bicycle tires that was like oh her that was like one of her things that she did every year with her kids. children her kids that she taught but I was like none of my siblings wow. none of us can draw anything but you 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 don't know until you, you don't do it, know right? until you, you take guys, a class have you taken you should take a figure drawing class oh my god I, I would be blushing yeah. through the whole thing oh no drawing class I, would be, I mean if I would do it with, with you guys I would do it with you guys you we would walk me there and then I would yeah. just somehow go to you crying and ask both of you to just do it for me so I, I looked <laughs> exactly. yeah like this is my art <laughs> I'm an imposter. I literally grew up as an art imposter. Um, no, I'm so, I'm so incredibly jealous. So like, so you were just doing art throughout your whole, you know, all of schooling. You, that was, was that yeah. like your escape probably to like, just go yeah, and draw and get Yeah, it was my escape. I was quiet. I was super introverted. 
And um, I never, I also like didn't, I probably also was neutral because I was so quiet. So like I, like I didn't do debate or like any of the stuff that you would normally do because I was like too intimidated to be in a room with other students that I didn't know. Mm. So like I just avoided life so that I wouldn't have to like feel self-conscious or shy but would always end up so I would end up like staying in at recess and like drawing or like doing something else by myself Mm. instead of being out and hanging out and like having to figure out a social dynamic and like where am I where I'm gonna fit in and you know that kind of thing so it, it made life easy do you feel to this day we always say we feel like we're in seventh grade every day of our lives. Like the person yeah. we were in seventh grade uh, yeah. is the person we are today. Do you still feel at social events? I mean, you 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 now have to go, you have to travel all over the world and go yeah. to you know speak speak at shows and and and. Yeah. How is that for you? Do you still feel like you're in seventh grade? I the on the inside, I'm I'm in the seventh grade. Yeah, but I have a. a uh, it's not that I'm not being authentic, but I am performing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm kind of performing, you know what I mean? Like I have a personality that I am outside in the world that I like Im- imitated. Like I always tell people about like always crying when I had to speak publicly, like I couldn't speak in front of anybody, five people, 500 people, up until I was 30 years old, when I was like giving my thesis dissertation, I would cry. Wow. Like, couldn't stop the tears from coming while I was like talking about whatever it was I was talking about. And I was like, I can't, I have to stop this. Like, this is crazy. Cause I remember like having to go back and speak at Spelman College to like graduating art students. Mm-hmm. And then I started crying right in the middle of it. And I'm no. like, I still, can't, I still can't live it down. Like, people <gasps> still no. look at me like, you know no, what I mean? No. Like, she's so, <laughs> I feel that way. How did you get so over yeah, How did you get over there's it? There's this guy on YouTube who said, you know, find somebody that you can imitate and imitate that person until you're comfortable. So his person was yeah. Howard Stern and my person was Oprah Winfrey. Oh my God. And I would just like, you know, would go out and just, I, I still feel goofy when I use words like, that's amazing, fantastic, this is great, so much fun, thank you so much. You know what I mean? Like, I still feel like I'm being, like, hyper-performative, but I just got comfortable doing it. And then I was listening to Mel Robbins the other day, and she was saying that it was, like, a podcast about confidence building. And it's not that you get better at it. It's just that your body stops feeling the stress of it. So like what your body gets stressed, but the more you do it, the less stress you get. And so it just becomes easier because you're having a stress response to like being on stage or whatever. And that stress response slowly stops. So then you're just able to like do it. That's a way. So, that's way it, better advice it, than picture the crowd naked. Oh my I god! Never I never understood why anyone would do that. <laughs> that would make yeah. me more uncomfortable and Completely. more nervous Completely. and more prone to crying. I had stage fright up until I mean, once I started doing like school plays, that's when my stage fright kind of subsided like around like 
fifth grade was like when I I just wanted to be a funny girl. Like I never really knew where my place was because obviously I wanted boys to like me and I wasn't like hot like my bullies so I knew like okay I'm not like naturally just like gonna be able to do this and then like obviously watching like Barbara Streisand who like was like my idol growing up I I was like oh you could be funny and like funny felt like more my energy I was like oh I I like making people laugh so like once that once I kind of clicked in that sense I was like oh I I'm just gonna be funny but then I kind of hit self-destruct and started doing like physical comedy which like <laughs> it wasn't just like me just like being funny it was like oh now I'm gonna trip it's, and fall and see if that's funny and then you're like hurting yourself and like you're like okay maybe I'm going too far um but no I did like there I there uh, I used to have a family band with my parents where like it was yeah. called Rockenheim and there are videos of me like very much not wanting to be on on i mean we would play like the country fairs like we weren't playing like venues or anything we were just it was like a family activity but like there are video like my dad would all because both my siblings never really had stage fright and my dad would always just be like come on alana like literally my whole childhood (laughs) would be like come on alana come on alana like i'd just be like i'm literally like you could i'm just like so like i could not like i wanted to just curl into myself as as hard as i could and i just like couldn't do it but yeah the funny the funny girl thing really opened up I I I, pro- I probably was just doing what the YouTube yeah guy was I was going to say somebody that performing. I that I loved and I, think, I just wanted to be here. Do you? Yeah. Uh, you know, we always ask this too. If you could go back and tell your younger self anything, give a piece of advice. What would you say? I would say don't care so much about what people think. Yeah. I think it's been a lot of time, and I don't know where where I got that from. I feel like I got it from my mom, where there was like always a narrative playing in my head about like, you know, about whether or not I w- anybody likes me or, you know, like just the whole thing about making people uncomfortable. I think like, just, you know what, Amy, like you can say no and it doesn't matter whether or not they like it or not. I think like that's the most important thing I would have told myself because then I wouldn't have gotten married when I was 28 because I got married when I was 28 but I was staring, I was like standing at the, at the justice of the peace. And in my head, I was like, holy shit, I don't think I want to do this. Oh my God. But then like, but then like the other Amy was like, but you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And then also it's yeah. going to be really embarrassing if you say no. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So then I ended up getting married and then yeah. I got divorced like five, six months later. Wow. But you wow. know what I'm saying? Like, and I yeah, had yeah, to no, do, the I voice go, in your head. I had to do that. I had to do. I had to like fucking get married to learn that lesson. Complete. Well, of, well, at least I'm still know? learning that lesson I know. Uh, we, to this day. We talk about people pleasing all the time on this podcast, and yeah. Alana and I are like deep, deep people pleasers, and yeah. we're both working on it. Um, but it it's is, hard. But I like the like the performance. You're you know you saying that you channeled like Oprah Winfrey and just thinking of something someone to channel and you subconsciously channeled Barbara Streisand mm-hmm. like I was tr- trying I, I did I had so many people in my mind uh, people to channel so I was like pull one direction was funny one direction was like cool girl one direction and I really was so lost I I wish I had had one person in my right. mind to just yeah. truly channel and choose that road really commit to it commit to the bit 
And I didn't have, yeah, I never had that because I, on the one hand, I wanted to be Jessica, my older sister. But then on the other hand, I wanted to be Taryn Simon, who, who's an artist, Amy knows yeah. as well, who, who's like, who's like my god sister. And I met when I was eight. And so I was, I was really confused about who I wanted to be. And I kind of wish I had just a single figure in my life. But that's really channeled. like, those are, they're the, they make the perfect woman. Taryn Jessica, and Jessica plus Taryn. makes the perfect woman. <laughs> I, I mean, they're perfect in and of themselves. But Completely. like, if you have two people that you're, yeah, that you're emulating, like that makes you kind of hot. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I uh, agree. I think. I mean, I always talk about like I just wanted to be cool, but I was too afraid to do anything cool. Like deep down, yeah. I was I was narc energy. But um, we talk about we yeah, talk about the it all narc the time. energy. Like narc. No, everyone thought that I was a narc. Everyone thought that I was narc. <laughs> like what? Wow. Because really? I would get uncomfortable yeah. around drinking. I get uncomfortable around like yeah. weed, and so I wanted so badly to be cool. And I really, really, it's all I wanted. But I, yeah. I, I couldn't be that person. I, I couldn't commit to the bit. Um, I was too scared. Yeah. I was too scared of getting in trouble. Um, too scared or too smart. It depends on how you want to look at it. Mm, I know. I, I like do that. think of like the sliding doors aspect of like if, you know, if Seventh I, grade. yeah, like if I, if I was just like, you know, just like really went for it and like made out with a bunch of dudes and like was that person I'm like, yeah. who would I be now? I wouldn't have humor. You wouldn't have free period. I wouldn't have free period. <laughs> Let's, that's right. for sure. I wouldn't be sitting yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like maybe I would have been burnt out. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say I turned to humor too because I was like, most I had uh you know in the yearbook like most school spirit oh really you got most school spirit I got most school spirit oh my god even though I was like quiet and whatever but like at pep rallies <gasps> I would always be ready to like uh, 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 really? uh, uh. I was wait that's like, amazing like, <laughs> no dancing and like getting up and like doing my thing and then I would for some reason I didn't feel shy in in those moments it was weird wait that's so cool it's crazy. So part of me is like, maybe anytime you feel shy at an event, you should actually just turn it into a pep rally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> anytime you have to speak. Well, it's so funny because even just watching you moderate the Q&A, you had such a command of the stage and you were so, you were amazing on stage that I was like, did she take a beta blocker? But now I'm like, no, this perform, <laughs> this channeling someone is a natural beta blocker. Yeah, I used to like before on my openings. I would take a beta blocker. The best, like the since best. 2018. They're the yeah. best. They're the best. But but I think you like I used those muscles and I got used to it. Yeah, but I literally was like meditating for two weeks, like saying positive affirmations to myself to do that moderate to do that moderation. Oh to, like, really? Do that talk. I had to be like, you are enough. You are a great communicator. <laughs> you are smart. You can do this. You know, I was like, you are, but you <laughs> deep, are. Deep and then it, what was the most nervous you've ever been in the, in the last like six years that reminded you of being in seventh grade? Were there any specific moments you can think of like, oh my God, why did I say that? Like going home, replaying it in your head the next day. Oh, there must be a good one. Is there anything else that you would like to bring to light? Speaking of embarrassing stories. <laughs> Anything that you can remember from middle school, junior high, high school, where you to this day are like, <laughs> so I was like weird in high school too. I would like not want to walk past the football player, so I would like walk out of the school and walk across the oh. yard to go into the other entrance of 
the school to get to my Spanish class because oh. I didn't want to walk. There was like a long hallway that had church pews in it, and they were always hanging out that long hallway. And I would like not want to go past them. But I think like what's coming to mind is like the time that I didn't realize somehow that I had worn the same like I wore one outfit on Monday and then wore it again on Tuesday, but somehow didn't know that I was doing that. Maybe because I was like studying for a test or something. Ants. And then I got made fun of because I wore the same clothes. Two days I wore the same clothes Wait, all the time. And now I do it. I now wore, I wear the same know. outfit for like five days. I'm yeah. Like, I've had this on for like literally four days. What oh, yeah. Me in now. But um, let's see. I don't know. Like still in my aunt's car, getting caught. Oh, my God. Oh. Like. Uh, I used to steal cars a lot. Really? Yeah, I would like go joyriding. Where would you like, go? Like, yeah. it was just, like I need to go for a drive. Or, Broadway, like, was it, like, like a party. Ala- like- I would go down Broadway. I go to Alabama, like because Columbus um, is right on the border of Alabama. It's right on Georgia. the border. Like I would wait for my dad to go to sleep or my mom to leave, and I would put the car in neutral. And it was like a big ass station wagon, and I would like push it back, hop in the car. <gasps> started once I got out of the garage and like I was I started doing that when I was like 13. No and way. Did you ever get caught? No. I got caught by my parents but not by cops. Yeah not like, by cops. Yeah. Well because also I imagine you were tall. Did that just tall. cause like grounded? Like what was your punishment? Was it just like you're grounded? He did worse than ground me. He told me he was disappointed in me. Oh, <laughs> the worst. There's nothing worse. We just talked we about this. We just talked about this. There's nothing worse. Like and the I worst. Was like just like sobbing like I was the I, that's because I feel like my mom would have grounded me and I would be like whatever right yeah but my I'm, dad I'm was just like I'm really disappointed in you Michelle no. and I was like fuck I was going for like three hours oh I was just chilling listening to the radio just like <laughs> <laughs> driving around that no. is the worst. The thing is, is like the length when my parents were like disappointed in me, like the length of time mm. before I like re like got their trust back was like those. Yeah. Like, it would take for I mean, it felt like it would take forever. It probably would have just taken a couple of days. But those were the worst it's of the just worst. like, I am like, why? Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I didn't think embarrassing until I was in my 20s. I have all my embarrassing stories are like when I'm in my 20s, like falling in front of Tupac or like Straight crazy stuff what? like you that. Fell in you front fell in front of, of Tupac? Tupac? Yes. I used to work at this rim shop and Tupac came in. I have a picture on my Instagram of like me smoking a Newport with like Tupac behind me. Stop. I have like bleach blonde hair. It like to me? Super short. And he was, so it was a rim shop. So like dudes would come there and like get rims for their car, right? Get the chrome rims. And he had gone outside to make a phone call. And the building was like a three-story building, but the bottom of the building was in a parking lot. And so when you walked to get to the parking lot, you're walking like down an incline. So I was like, I want to, I was like, I think I was like 20 or 21. I was like, I want to like go walk past Tupac again because like it's Tupac. So like I walk out of the rim shop and he's like outside talking to some chicks that had pulled up. And I'm, my intention was to jump over the rail no. onto no, no, no. the garbage dump, like oh the God. big the big garbage dump, and like go pretend to get something out of my car. Oh. So I'm walking past him and he's like, What's up? I'm like, What's up, Tupac? And then 
I proceed to coolly like jump over the rail to land on top of the garbage thing. And I mean like a big, you know, like the big kind. Like yeah. It, and it was empty. And no. I went inside. Of no. no. <laughs> you went inside? Wait a minute. I was so embarrassed. And I'm assuming he saw I the whole out. thing. Did he see the he whole thing? Me, he started calling me Jack in the Box. No. Oh, that's oh, so no. embarrassing. I would change legally change my I name. Would, I would no, move. No, meaning like if Tupac had called me Jack in the Box, I would have legally changed my name to Jack in the Box. Jack I would in have the box. I would have. Oh my god, that Amy, is the most incredible story that's I've ever heard. Incredible. It's so embarrassing. And then the I, other time, I was like at an escape concert, and it was like Kid and Play, and like some other, maybe like Jermaine Dupree or something like amazing. that. And I was like walking, thought I was and like didn't see a step and like fell so hard I couldn't even catch myself I was just like boom like right there at their (gasps) feet like flat on my face no and I just I just laid there for like a minute I was like I don't even want to get up (laughs) it's one of those things where everybody's like are you okay (laughs) no (laughs) everybody's like damn Every time I fall, it's not the fall that gets me. It's the aftermath of everyone being like, are you okay? And I'm like, please, just I I wish that no one would come up to me. Just like no one pay attention to me. Like Ty and Clueless. When he's like, are you okay? That looked really Really bad. bad. And she's like, yeah. She's like, did anyone see? And they're like, Like, you look really bad. It's exactly that. They're like, do you still have your teeth? No. You really, really quickly, you just unlocked a memory that I, I, ooh, ooh, really quick really quick uh i was starting to date this guy brandon uh and we were uh bbming because mm-hmm. i had a blackberry i was mm-hmm. a junior in high school i had a blackberry we were bbming and um i i, I was like the the car i drove at the time was uh, a prius and he, i was getting gas and i i told him that i was getting gas oh, no. Because my Germaine Duprius was thirsty. <laughs> I told him on BBM, I'm filling up my car because my Germaine Duprius is thirsty. And it was crickets. It, he it never was, responded. No, he was like, wait, it was, I can't, I completely forgot about this. I thought I was being like so punny and like cute. Yeah. It was so embarrassing that my friend Ivy like looked at, I was like, is this bad? Is this not funny? And she looked at it and she was like, you guys are gonna break up like yeah, tomorrow. No, he'll, we did break up like the next oh, no. day. It was so oh, embarrassing. My Jermaine Duprius was thirsty. I even saying that now, I'm like, we'll probably cut it. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> no, that's like the best thing I've heard. It's horrible. I was horrifying. Yeah, anyway, that was a big swing. That was a big swing. My swinging a miss. Swing and a miss. I can't. Okay. Anyway, well, that's a great way to. <laughs> now I want to go drive with Jermaine Duprius. <laughs> Amy, you have been an incredible guest. Thank you so much for being on Free Thank Period. Thank you. It's so much fun. This is the we also. It's like I feel like I talk when I'm in person with you. I feel like we basically just tell stories from our childhood. So this was just. Yeah. I learned so much in this episode. Things you have never told me, and maybe the world. <laughs> maybe the world. Yep. Thank you so much. Thank you much. so much, Amy. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Free Period, a presentation of Cadence 13 and Odyssey Studio. New episodes every Tuesday. Bye.